All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We are already three hours through. Busy Wednesday edition. The Gregor Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, tell a friend. As many of you have, I've uh, been sharing it on social media. We love it. We really appreciate it. Uh, happy to see the sports community rallying around the return of Sports Talk Radio, Sports 1440, and the good news. It's uh, going to be expanding even more. Uh, very, we're, we're getting closer to uh, having a weekend sports uh, on the station overnight as well. So uh, stick with us. It'll be uh, coming, which we had said right from the get-go, it's going to be an evolution and a growing process throughout. So uh, we're excited about all that. Happy to have you along for the ride. You can text us 833-401-1440 in our uh, Jiffy Lube inbox. We got a lot of texts. Uh, we had our question, uh, who, do you, who do you see as your unexpected offensive breakout um, Connor Brown had a lot of votes. Uh, Matias Ekholm had a few. Hey guys, I really think Evan Bouchard is poised. I could see him beating seventy-point player this year. Well, that would be massive for Bouchard, man. I mean, like it's great news because I know some people are like, yeah, but what about his next contract? Well, he's got two years, right? You you worry about that in two years, and if he crushes it, that's kind of a good problem to have. Then you're going to have to figure out things financially. And and if you look at it, keep in mind, now I have to look at, doesn't Matias Ekholm have, does he have three years left on his deal? I have to look. It, I know it's two. He might have a three. I haven't, uh, let's double check on Ekholm's contract. Ekholm has, he has three years left. So, you know, they're the one year, because then six mil comes off your books. And by that time, Ekholm's, you know, going to be 36 years of age. He's not going to be getting a big ticket, right? So, you know, you look at other guys that, uh, 
Uh, now, obviously, Drysaddle's getting a raise. Um, he has two years left, but uh, I would guess um, he'll sign a contract extension next summer. I wouldn't be uh, surprised by that at all. Um, but the order's core is intact. And and that's really what you want. You figure out ways to move the other pieces around and you keep your core intact. Hey, guys, I'm going Jack Campbell. Unexpected breakout year. I know it's not offense, but I think Jack Campbell will be a 9-12 save percentage for Mike. I Mike, the orders will be doing cartwheels if he's a 9-12. No, they're not that. And like, like heck, if he's 9-05 with offense up, you don't need, like, 9-15 is unreal. For the most part, like I know everybody looks at Boston and them and, you know, they were a pretty big outlier for uh, for how good their goaltending was this past season. Let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. Hey, they just want to apologize. I know you might be sitting downtown right now. Maybe you're on the Yellowhead. You're on Stony Plain Road. They apologize, but it'll be it's almost finished. It's getting closer. So uh, bear with them. GS Construction. Mark Spector from uh, Rogers Sportsnet. Joins us uh, once again for his uh, daily chat. Specca, we asked the question on if you had to pick one oiler to have an unexpected outburst this season, who would it be? Who would it be? Uh, I'm staying out of the top six. I, I think there has to be an asterisk on Evander Kane because he was hurt so much last year. As long as he stays healthy and plays with Connor McDavid, he's going to have a way better season. So that's not a... I don't think that's a fair pick to make, so I won't make it. Uh, I'm going to go off the board a little bit, and I'm going to say a guy who's in the third or the last year of his contract, a guy who's going to have to play well because he's going to get pushed by Dylan Holloway, uh, and a guy who was a lot better last year than the year he was, the one player he was the year before, was Warren Fogle. I think Warren Fogle will have a breakout year in the last year of his deal. Now, a breakout year for him is like 20 goals, okay? It's not 40. Yeah, but I think not. he'll have a I think he'll I think he's getting pushed from below. I think he's turning into a veteran guy. I think he's going to find himself a role on that third line. I think McLeod's going to get better. And I think Fogel's going to have a good year. How about that for my pick? Uh, you know what? He's been getting a lot of votes on the text line. Um, you know, Ryan McLeod, Warren Fogel, something Dylan Holloway is ready. Um uh, we've actually had a few lately coming in from Steve and Mike. They say, guys, Raphael Lavoie, no one's expecting him to even make the team. I think Raphael Lavoie will get a chance, and he'll surprise some people. He's the type of nasty player we need in the bottom six. Well, well is, he, is he a nasty player? I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him. Is there nasty there? Well, he he's not clean costing nasty, but he does play. Like I, I remember him back in, in the in the Memorial Cup in, uh, you know, it, in two thousand, and he was a force. Now that's against guys his own age, right? And then yep. I do know that the, the orders organization had a conversation with him last off season to say, "Hey, you know what? You gotta, you gotta bring the player that we drafted," and because that was part of his game, he can shoot the puck, and his shots might even be better. I talked to a few guys he was shooting on this summer, and they're like, oh, "He shoots the pill." Good. But Good. Uh, last year, he played with an, an edge. Today, spec doesn't have to. I'm not talking Ryan Reeves. Edge. I'm just talking to a guy who's big and strong. When, when you're six foot four and you're two fifteen, you lean on guys. It stands out, and and he can play a little bit of a robust style. He's he's not going to be clean costing, saying, dr- telling guys, hey, let's drop the gloves. No defense, right? Like he, he's not doing that. But I, I think Raphael Lavoie has enough sandpaper to his game that it's noticeable. Okay, so here's 
the deal on the Oilers' bottom six for me. And if we're, we can we can talk about Lavoie, we can talk about Ryan McLeod, we can talk about if Holloway finds himself down there, uh, we can talk about if Borgo hangs around a little bit. I'm not sure he will, but let's see for fun he does. Here's the deal: what they don't need is a bunch of skill guys in their bottom six. The Oilers have more skill than anybody in the league in their top six. They got enough skill. What they they if we're talking about Lavoie, you're exactly right, Jay. They need the side of Lavoie that makes them hard to play against. He doesn't have to score 30 goals. They got enough goals. They lead the league in offense. What they don't lead the league in is having a bottom six that punishes you a little bit, that's hard to play against, that if you're vulnerable, might drill you once in a while. That's what they need in their bottom six. I don't care who the guy's name is. Don't show up in Edmonton trying to be play the way Kane plays, play the way Dreisaitl plays. they got enough of that stuff. Come to Edmonton and show that you're a different type of player for the bottom six and you got a good chance of making this team. Yeah, like if, like they had last year. Everybody basically scored 10 goals. If, if you get everybody averaging 10, as a few guys chip in 13, 14, you're pretty happy because none of that's coming on the power play from your bottom six. So that's, you know, Keep that's, it out of your net. Yeah, that, hey, that's another big one. Uh, no question about it. That's you know that that's a team issue, uh, I believe, and it's it's more so just don't have the the major brain cramps that that have seemed to uh, arise uh, from them a little bit. Um, I w- get your thoughts, Beck, because I know you'll be there for uh, for the season opener. Uh, Quinn Hughes was announced as captain in Vancouver. I know there's a lot of people saying, "Hmm, Quinn Hughes, not Elias Pettersson." The fact that Pettersson hasn't committed long term to Vancouver, do you think that's why he wasn't named captain, or is there another reason? No, I think that's that's the A reason. Elias Pettersson has taken a bit of a wait and see here with the Vancouver, the whole program out there, and that's fine. If that's who he wants to be, great. But if I'm running that team, he's not going to be my captain. If he's if he's tapping his foot, waiting to see how things are going to go, Quinn Hughes has the deal. Quinn Hughes is for sure. You know, he's a number. I, I mean, we can argue today, Jay, discuss whether or not we consider him a legit, bona fide number one defense in the National Hockey League. But if he's not today, he's going to be tomorrow, right? This guy's a good, good defenseman, and he's going to be your cornerstone D-man for a long time. Uh, I have absolutely no problem with that pick. Is he young? Sure. Was Connor McDavid anywhere close to ready when he was 18? Not even close, pal. He's so much a different captain today than he was, you know, even four years ago. Uh, but Quinn Hughes, if I'm running Vancouver and I'm looking at what I got there, Quinn Hughes is my guy absolutely 100%. And, and that's fair. I, I'm really, I'm kind of curious about Vancouver. Their last few seasons, I think, have been disappointment for them. Uh, you know, injuries and then Demko's play definitely were a factor the one year. You know, the coaching yep. carousel, firing coaches obviously doesn't help and you're, you're learning new things. And both years they got better after the coaches were fired. So my question is, like, Edmonton's playing Vancouver the first two games of the season. And, you know, Edmonton has talked a lot this offseason about, you know what, we want to be ready, we want to have a good start. And they, they, they've been repeating that. Vancouver hasn't had good starts the last two years and they played catch-up and they couldn't catch up. there's an opportunity. I know it's only two games, but it's early in the season. Man, there's a real opportunity for the orders to put a little seed of doubt early in the Vancouver Canucks and just say, hey, boys, you got a ways to go to challenge the top two teams in the division. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, I guess I'll look at it from the Vancouver perspective. You know, there's an opportunity. If I can get three points against the Oilers in the first two games, there's an opportunity to really start my season off with a bang. And, and I, you know, I just beat a top team 
at least once. Uh, if, if you ask Rick Tockett, Jay, you know, you want to play your first two games of the year against the Oilers, he'd say no chance. But that's what the schedule maker did to him, so they're going to have to figure out a way. Uh, honestly, if I'm Vancouver and I get – if I split that series, I'm pretty happy. Uh, you're right. Starts have been an issue for Vancouver the last couple few years. And you know that town, man. It's a crazy hockey town, like crazy in terms of erratic and, and doesn't make sense a lot of the time. I don't want to be wearing a Canucks jersey if I'm 0-2 coming out of the gates of that town. Uh, that would not be a pretty sight. Mark Spector joins us on Sports 1440. I'm Jason Greger. Spec, the... You know, as we get closer, you know, the you know the young the young stars tournament. Uh, people are obviously still excited about it. It doesn't have the the massive stars. You know, Calgary didn't have a super high pick. Neither did Vancouver. You know, they, they don't have those type of players. I still think there's lots to be made from it. But uh, I think here in, in for most order fans, they're looking forward to the to the start of the, of training camp and the regular season. So when you look at you know now they got Earn and they got Gagne and they've got Sutter on PTOs and then there's Ryan and Yanmark. What do you think it would take for Ryan or Yanmark to possibly not be here to start the season? Like is that is that even or is that just like a non-starter? Do you think both those guys are cemented in if they're healthy to the starting uh, roster for the Oilers? Well, Ryan is for sure in my opinion. My opinion, Ryan, is for sure. They just signed it to a two-year deal. Uh, he does so many things. You know how there's always players, Jay, that we can't quite figure out? Let's say Clean Costa. You know, Woodcroft didn't love Clean Costa, and it showed, right? Every third or fourth game, Clean Costa's barely playing last year. And all of us in the press box going, man, I love this player. Why isn't he playing? Well, after a while, you figure it out. Something's going on there. The coach doesn't love him. Poyarvi was that guy before that, for sure. And it's not a personality thing. It's not that he didn't like the guy, but there was things in his play that he didn't like. Well, Ryan's the opposite of that. Every coach loves a Derek Ryan. You can play him seven minutes. You can play him 14 minutes. You can play him. You can slip him up a little higher. You can slip him down lower. If you take him off the ice and put someone on his place, he doesn't cry and moan. So, to me, Ryan is on this team every day, all day. Janmark, the only way he goes through what he went through last year, and I doubt it happens, pal, because that was a slap on the face for him last year to send him to Baco. Uh, the only way it happens is, is if Lavoie and Holloway are both so unbelievably good that you just have no choice and you got to move some money. That's the only way. If those two rookies are just absolutely fantastic, if it's a tie, one of those guys is going down ahead of Janmark, in my opinion. All right. Well, uh, Spec. Uh, good luck taking the dock out tonight. Pace yourself. Yeah, taking the dock out. Sun shining out here. Cold beer in the fridge for when we're done. I'm kind of looking forward to it, Jay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> don't be a watcher. Be a participant. You got it, brother. <laughs> there you go. That's Mark Spector from Sports at the Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Uh, when we return, we will go to uh, Calgary, talk about the Flames, but also a very unique opportunity for you to get a pretty cool collector's item. It's coming up next on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sports 1440 and on Orders Nation YouTube. Welcome back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca on Sports 1440. Text line still humming, 833-401-1440. Man, you guys, I might have to ask a few more rap questions. People are fired up about their favorite rap album. Of all time. I like that. So it's good. A lot of Snoop Dogg fans. So a lot of Tupac. Eminem. Little NWA. Beasties. It's nice. It's good. And uh, happy to have a con man now with the expanded music library. Able to uh, kick it into gear. So uh, that is great. And uh, expect more of that. It's one of his, his fortes. All the time is having, uh, what did I say? Just good music to uh, add to the ambiance of the show, which is uh, which is quite nice. So there you have it. Now we have uh, lots to discuss. We've been talking about it uh, earlier. You know the orders, and you know everybody expects the orders to be good. But uh, one of their biggest rivals, what's going to uh, what's going to happen with them? So uh, let's get into it as we get to our uh, NHL report. Brought to you by Action Electrical, family-run business started by Don. They are now celebrating 50 years. That's amazing. 50 years. You're looking for great deals, great company, great service. ActionElectrical.net. As uh, we are welcome to the show uh, from uh, Just a Game on uh, Flames Nation, Rob Kerr joins us. Robbie, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm enjoying watching the mall behind you. Oh, yeah. But people are loving the uh, they like to see the mall walkers uh, in behind at times. So it's, yep. uh, I, I believe it. It's uh, and uh, did you want to know my favorite rap album? Oh, yeah. What is it? I don't have one. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't. For some no, reason, you no. didn't come across as a big rap guy. No, for me. No, 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 no. no. I got I got a, a Kendrick Lamar story, but I, I won't bore you with it. Okay, nice. Um, mm. Now I, I want to. You got a really unique collector's item. We're going to get to a second, but I, I want to yeah. talk about the yeah. um, the Calgary Flames. And you know, there's they don't have a captain. They say they're going to name a captain. Like, is it going to be Rasmus Anderson now? Is that kind of the obvious choice? What's yeah, going to happen? I, yeah, I think that's where they'll end up. Um, I, I think the you know Michael Backlund was the odds-on favorite at the end of uh, end of the season uh, last year. You know, he's drafted back in, in 2007, longest serving member of the club, uh, you know, just a King Clancy award winner. I mean, he, and, he, and he's, you know, he stood up with, against Daryl Sutter and, you know, and has that weight and, and carries that uh, gravitas. But he's also an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. And he's been straight up about it. Like, he's kind of tired of the up and down, up and down. And, um, you know, 
if if it doesn't work this year, if the wheels continue to fall off, then he probably wants to move on. So Mackenzie Weegers, another name, uh, part of the Kachuk trade from Florida, really came on, played very, very well in the last half of the season. Another guy that I think a lot of people like. Um, I, th- I think there would be some I- interest in putting a letter on Huberdo just because of the price tag and, you know, what the expectation would be. But Rasmus Anderson's the guy. Um, he's he's young. He is a leader. Uh, he's a, you know, a good defenseman, uh, you know, kind of in that caliber of, of Mark Giordano, I would think. Not, not necessarily well-known beyond the borders of the city, so to speak, but um, he would be a quality candidate. Uh, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm betting on Rasmus Anderson at this point, uh, but I think their leadership group will be fairly strong. And it, it, it's just plain simply a mistake not to have a captain for two years. Yeah. Uh, Rob Kerr joins us. Now, at the start of the summer, Craig Conroy said, hey, I don't want to go into next season with, uh, you know, a similar situation, Johnny Goudreau. I don't want to, yep. I want to sign some of the guys. And then here we are now, we're a week away from camp and he didn't sign any of them, right? And so Lindholm and Hannafin talked today and they're both saying, hey, we're kind of in a show me position. They want to see how it goes. Um, yep. what, what do you make of that? Which, which guys do you think are ultimately going to re-sign in Calgary? Um, I, I think when you look at the, the six, uh, because Toffoli's now gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would say Lindholm is the, probably the odds on favorite from the standpoint that, you know, this is a centerman's league and you need strength up the middle. And, and he gives you that. I, I think two years ago was very much an elite centerman. I think last year was more of a good centerman. Um, I, you know, Hannafin's the, you know, I don't, I don't have to lecture anybody in Edmonton. Um, Hannafin's the typical, really good guy, good defenseman with the, with a passport that says USA. And the reality is, you know, without a newer building, uh, without some of the state of the art facilities, uh, it's sometimes it's difficult to make that um, argument for players uh, who aren't, you know, predisposed to, to play here. Now, Blake Coleman's an American who chose to come here in, in unrestricted free agency. But, you know, I, I, I doubt that Hannafin stays, but I, I, you know, I could be wrong on that. Um, Backlund, I, I think they want to keep Backlund. I think Backlund wants to stay. Uh, I just think he's saying the things that you're supposed to say at his age, uh, you know, going Ray Bork changed the game, right. By, mm-hmm. you know, leaving Boston, going to Colorado, winning a cup, that, that whole conversation has changed for the last three decades now. So, you know, if they play well, if they're a playoff team, I suspect they'll have a press conference sometime in the year and announce an extension. Manjipani will stay uh, Tanev boy. They like him, but you know, can he stay healthy? Um, you know, so Half stay, half go. That's kind of a half full, half uh, empty answer, but that's where I'd go. Where are they? And are some of the players maybe wondering if there's an announcement on the arena? Because you talk about facilities. That does matter for players. They spend yeah. a lot of their time there. You know, if you have the state-of-the-art facility, well, you know what? Guess I can train better. You know, off-season's better. Matthias Ekholm was raving about the facilities he got sure. to use in Edmonton this summer. What's yeah. the latest on the arena in Calgary? Well, the, the latest is that it's it's going ahead and that you know with the the ucp government getting in um you know danielle smith made the promises that she made um very interesting to me that you know the city of edmonton perked their ears up and said okay well what about us um so i i think politically they have to you know figure out what they're going to do there but from a calgary perspective 
Everything I am led to believe, Jason, is that as soon as Stampede's over in 2024, there'll be shovels in the ground. Not before, okay. but as soon as it's over. And and for those who haven't been to Calgary lately, um, Stampede Grounds have, have undergone a major renovation yes. at the BMO Center. So a huge upgrade there in terms of the convention space. That's brought in more hotels. Uh, I suspect that there will be a district similar to the Ice District. Um, that That seems to be in the cards as well. But the frustrating part, it is really hard to – it almost feels like people have just resigned themselves to, yeah, oh yeah, well, we need a building. Let's get a building. There's no pictures. There's no art. There's no promises. There's no nothing. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I have lived this drama now for almost 15, 16 years here about a new building. And the only building that we ever saw was Calgary Next. And, and that program we were told right away was, well, you know, don't – those are just rough drafts. Don't mm-hmm. get caught up in them. You, you got to sell people on the, a dream. You got to sell them on something. And, yeah. and that's that to me has been a little bit difficult here is that it's almost just wearing people out now at this point, you know, rather than getting them on side and, you know, technology being the way it is and, and, you know, things like AI and artificial realities and things. There's lots of reasons that we should be excited and, and could be excited about new technology, but you know, it, it just, it just feels like a, it just is dragged out. There's no, there's no joy in Mudville over this, right? <laughs> Nobody's going, yay, new building. We all go, yeah, let's get the guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's get the thing built. Yeah. How about no, that? I, I totally, I get it. People are they're kind of tired of hearing about it. It, it makes total yep. sense as uh, Rob Kerr joins us uh, down from Calgary. The uh, Flames a week away from the season, just like the Edmonton Orders. Uh, obviously, the Flames and the Orders will have the, uh, the Young Guns tournament getting going uh, this weekend as well back in Penticton. Uh, which should be a lot of fun for those young players and for scouts and everybody else. Uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Are we excited about the Heritage Classic? Uh, you know what? It, well, there's been a little disappointment because there's no alumni game. I think fans yeah, kind of... Well, that, yeah. that's, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, Jason, because, yeah. you know, funny enough, it was 20 years ago, uh, the first Heritage Classic, where... Somebody uh, went in and interviewed Jason Shamira about me not being at it and sent me the audio of that. I can't remember who that was. Um, but, like, I'm, a, I'm always a big proponent of outdoor games. I think they're great. Yeah. But they need to be celebrations, and they need to be – and this one – and I, I know what it sounds like, and please don't understand this is not intended to be a shot. But it feels like they're checking a box for McDavid, that he got to play an outdoor game at home – check there's there, the u of a and u of c should play the royal kings and the hitman should play kid and, and that's fine if they want to play it afterwards i yes. get the ice thing but man i think they're missing a huge opportunity in in just making it a big festival and we need that we we need to sell the game up here and and that that was disappointing for me and and not that it's in edmonton I, I, you it'll be sold out that part i'm not worried about but it it just it just feels like it's a one-off, let's get it done sort of thing. I, it's disappointing to me. Well, well, I can tell you the orders weren't happy about it. The orders alumni, they they pushed hard for this. It's an NHL Good. decision to, to not oh, do yeah. it. Oh, right? yeah. 100%. Yeah, and yes. I, th- I agree with you. I think, like, the NHL, like, they haven't even released the jerseys, for goodness sakes, man. Like, yeah. that's like marketing 101. Get it into people's eyes as quick as you can, yeah. and you know that fans of both teams are going to be like, yeah. oh, I love this new jersey. It's a very unique jersey. I want to go out and buy it. And here we are. It's September, what, 12th now? And it's yeah. October 29th. It's basically six weeks. 
and yeah. th- there hasn't been much. And yeah, I think the like it's a league ran thing, and that's what I've learned oh, a sure. lot about yeah, this. No. And it's and and that's what's unique about it because twenty years ago the orders ran everything. The league didn't really initially want to help them because they were right. skeptical they of it, it, right? And so yep. now they want it, but you're like, hey man, like I agree with you. Of course, people are going to buy tickets. That's a no-brainer. They're going to go. That's yep. going to be fine. The weather's like I'll bet my house that it's going to be better than it was twenty years ago. But sure. I agree with you. There's got to be a little bit more excitement yeah. built around it. Yeah, the, the, the leaks cutting some corners and taking some shortcuts that I don't think they should. Like, I, I, I'm disappointed in that because it would be great for a myriad of reasons, but it should be because I, I know that that's again there was the Montreal Edmonton alumni game and that was fantastic but that also spurred when it came to calgary the hitman played regina yes. and and we had a big week-long minor hockey tournament and everything but they get so picky about that ice and they get that's what i'm saying play the nhl game first i'm fine with that but make it a festival that, that just seemed like a miss on on their part on the nhl's part yeah, or even play the oil kings and hitman on friday because the game's sure. not till Sunday, right? Like sure. you, you could do that, I would think. So yeah, that's yeah. that's a little disappointing. Now, Rob, before I let you go, um, mm. tell me about this. Um, now, is there like a doghouse challenge? Now, I don't know if you, because I know Rob, you have experience at times in your married life being in the doghouse. So yes. what, uh, what what's I'm going on here? <laughs> so one of the things that I do now, I'm a consultant, and one of my clients is uh, a group called Parachutes for Pets, and and the quick synopsis on them is work with houseless seniors, veterans, kids in, in uh, child uh, foster care and, and domestic abuse uh, pe- uh, victims so that they can keep their pets. We have a pet food bank. Oh, we okay. offer a medical service. We're not a shelter or anything like that. So on Saturday, we're actually opening the world's first pet advocacy center. So in Calgary, we'll have a number of different agencies that work with the, the pet and the client, hmm. and they'll all be under one house. So they don't have to drive around town. You know, we really value the pet animal bond. Um, and to launch that, uh, we are doing a doghouse challenge. And Michael Backlin, who was kind of the original and we talked about him, uh, original uh, in- influencer, ambassador for Parachutes for Pets, the King Clancy Award winner. He's got a, a Zamboni that we're putting in. Okay. And so it's a doghouse Zamboni, and it's all deckled up uh, with parachutes. And, and Michael and his wife, Frida, had a dog named Lily. And Lily was their life, and she got really sick and passed away, and, and they wanted to – keep her memory alive. So they started something with parachutes called Lily's legacy. So when a child is in foster care and they're getting moved. So rather than losing that animal, we have the resources, the, all the necessary steps to keep the animals with the children. So we're up to about 120 kids since COVID that we've been able to keep their pets with them. Thanks to the backlands. So this is their, this is their contribution. So we've got an auction of about eight different dog houses and the Zamboni one is, is the one that uh, I helped out with and really proud of it and really excited about it. We're hoping to raise a lot of money uh, to keep the shelter or keep the uh, center going. That's the second time I said shelter today center going. Uh, We're going to have social workers there. We're going to, it's really going to be a community hub and um, I'm hoping at one point we'll be able to talk about it, Jason, on this show about bringing one to, to Edmonton because I think everybody needs one. I think every center needs a pet advocacy center. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Now, is there a website where people can bid on this? Yeah, um, it's Elevate Auctions is the website, but just, just go to Parachutes for Pets. Okay, That's our website, and I'm just pulling it up here. Uh, where is it here? Um, yeah, just go to Parachutes for Pets. 
CIA, I believe. Perfect. Um, and then, yeah, they can, uh, pardon me, parachutesforpets.com, not okay. .ca. Yes. Um, yeah, but if they go there, they'll be able to find the link to it. And there's actually a, there's a huge one with the Saddle Dome and with the Bow Tower. And, like, it's incredible, some of the – well, not all of them, the people have done. But we had a veterans group do one. We've had a, a, a beer league team do one. It's Yeah, it's community. It's really cool, Chase. Thank oh, you for asking, by the way. Hey, buddy, pet advocacy, I, I can tell you we have, a, we have a dog, and my son absolutely adores it. I could, couldn't imagine being a foster child. And, you know, just to get taken out of a home would be hard enough. But to lose your pet, the one thing that – you know your pet's always there for you. That's what's so great about pets is they don't judge, it's, right? They sense when you right. need some help, and to that would just make it harder. So I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing. That's awesome. I hadn't heard about it. So uh, happy yeah. to help we're, you we're, we'll, uh, we'll, we're living we'll in a mental a health crisis right yeah. and, and this is a huge part of that yeah for sure robbie great stuff as always man Thank i appreciate you, it we will talk congratulations to you again soon. I'm, I'm so excited for everybody in edmonton to have you guys back and the show's been awesome and and i'm glad you're on the nation network it's nice to be work nice to be teammates again yeah it's good i like it robbie good to talk to you man we'll talk to you throughout the year anytime anytime that's uh rob kerr from uh flamesnation.ca host of uh just a game you know, and we got Gregor. What is that website, man? I love pets. Well, there you go. It's it's very easy. It's very simple. It was um, now dot com. I want to make sure that I get it correct. Right. Uh, you can go to elevateauctions.com. That's one, which is uh, very easy. Right. So uh, check it out there. And um, what's uh, what was the other one? Parachutesforpets.com. That's the other one. Parachutesforpets.com. And I know they're like. You, you want to have an emotional conversation with people, you talk about the importance of their pet. Whether you're a cat person, dog person, well, let's be real. We all know dog people are better, but hey, we don't want to judge right now. We don't want to judge. But no, in all seriousness, could you imagine that? Like, I, I would think it would be difficult enough being in foster home and then having to leave and go somewhere else where you don't really know and then to lose your pet at the same time, that'd be awful. So I love that idea. I think it's fantastic. 5.40, uh, we will come back, wrap things up on a very, very busy Wednesday edition of the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can get involved. You can text us 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Welcome back as we get set to uh, wrap up a busy Wednesday. Uh, remind you, tomorrow morning, Kevin Carius show starts at 7 a.m. Ladislav Schmid is his Thursday co-host. And it's going to be the Czech Mafia tomorrow because uh, Laddie Schmid is bringing on his good friend, Someone that uh, many of you are huge fans of. He's he's rocking a sick salad right now. One of the most dynamic players to ever play for the Edmonton owners, Alish Hemsky, tomorrow morning with uh, Kevin Carius and Ladislav Smeed. Uh, you won't want to miss that uh, early, so uh, get in. And if by chance you miss it, of course, it'll be up on... Uh, on the podcast as well. But uh, I think you want to listen to it live. That should be a fun uh, uh, Schmied and uh, Hemsky. That'll be a good time. Real good time. So, Greg's really good interview, man. We'd need that in Edmonton for sure from Ranger Dick. You know what? Hey, Jason, is there any way to get in touch with Rob? I'd love to help out, try to bring something like that to Edmonton. That is a wonderful idea. I lost my dog when it died and it bothered me. I couldn't imagine having your dog alive knowing you can't see it. It's a good point, Stott. Really good point. So, yeah, you know what? Um, reach out to Rob. He's, he's on he's on Twitter. Rob Kerr. Just uh, Google Rob Kerr. He's got his email on there and everything. And uh, you know what? I think it's something to, to want to start. So uh, good on them for Calgary. Like, they're not good at a lot of things, but this is something they're good at. So uh, we will give them... Uh 
We will give him credit. Hey, Gregor, when will they announce the new Ring of Honor orders that were picked today? Well, just so you know, they haven't been picked yet. So you go through the nomination thing and everybody at the end, you know, you do your presentation on which player you think should be in. And um, then when it's all said and done, now, again, there's 11 people who have a who have somebody they can nominate, but you don't know who the other people are nominating. So when you show up, there might be a chance that you're nominating someone that someone else already has. That's just how it goes. Now, you could have a conversation and say, well, should we? Should you tell in advance who you're nominating? Mm, I don't think so. I, you don't have to have 11. You can only vote in two. So if one year there's eight people nominated, one year there's nine, one year there's four, then that's how you go. Got to be nominated to win. And uh, so now there will be, they compile it, then they make a ballot with all of the names and they send it to you electronically so no one knows. Then you have to submit your ballot by uh, noon tomorrow. Then they will calculate, then obviously they're, they're going to reach out to the, uh, to the people that are, that are named and they'll like to keep it quiet. I would think based on last year, you would likely have an announcement week to two weeks beforehand. Right, the game that they're doing it at is on Thursday, October twenty sixth, against the New York Rangers, and then three days later, and then the orders don't play Friday, they don't play Saturday, then they play Sunday in the Heritage Classic against the Calgary Flames. So that'll be it, like the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's going to be a five day event. It's kind of unique because the players that get nominated and go up on the the Ring of Honor, I would assume. Now, depending on you know maybe they're coaching or doing some other stuff, I would assume then that they would stick around for the Heritage Classic. Like, why wouldn't you? And so, like, that's why, man, like, there's going to be lots of alumni in town just because they want to be there with one of their teammates to see him get honored. That's usually what happens, right? You invite some friends and former teammates. They fly in. They want to, they want to be there, share in the moment. So it's, uh, it's disappointing. Like, I don't know, maybe they'll have a makeshift one, but like, what if, here's a question. So I asked this for fans. If they played an alumni game at Rogers Place, would you go? If they did it on Saturday, for instance. Is that something that you would do? And it's just the orders alumni and the Flames alumni say, hey, you know what? We're just going to play this game. I might have to ask Pat Garland, like, why couldn't you do it? I The reason they're not playing is because they don't want it to be on the ice. Now, some would say, well, it's not the same, and I totally get it. So maybe fans would be like, Greg's, I have no interest. So I'm just curious, as a fan, would you go? Now, if the ticket price was very affordable and all going to charity, I think people would go. But maybe I'm wrong, right? So I, uh, we'll see. Hey, guys, we need a 6 a.m. slot from J-Rock. Uh, in due time, J-Rock, in due time. You got to remember, man, we're, we had to put this together in three weeks' time. There's lots of costs. There's lots of different things at play here. Um, so, you know, in due time, uh, we'll, we'll see how things go. There, there's obviously a built-in plan for the future that, uh, that could have that. The, the, the first step will be, and uh, hopefully uh, by the end of the month, October 1st-ish, you're going to have... Sports from 9 p.m. all the way until 6 p.m. weekdays and then 24-7 on the weekends, right? There's a contract from 6 p.m. to, to 9 p.m. right now that uh, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll honor. 
but the rest of it, so it could be 21 hours a week, uh, 21 hours a day during the weekdays, and then 24 hours a day on the weekends. Uh, lots of sports talk for you. So that's coming. So there will be some six o'clock sports for you uh, within a few weeks, which is uh, which is good to hear. And uh, then you might see it move. Hey guys, the alumni game was one of the main reasons I bought tickets. I'm thinking about selling them now that there's no alumni. I'm not there for a concert. I'm there to watch the orders. I love young and old play hockey. That one comes from Lance. Guys, I'd be all for an alumni game wherever, even if even if it was a, a Doug Waite-led order squad against a Ginla-led Flames one. Well, that's what I think it would be if we're being honest. Like, it's not going to be the 80s orders. Like, Gretzky's like, no chance, man. Like, those guys are, you know, 65, 66, 64. Like, they don't want to be playing. They'd like to be around it. Maybe stand on the bench and coach. But no, that's, it would be, you know, the 97 era up until really, you know, 2015. You you know what? Uh, maybe you bring in a guy like Kyle Brodzak, right? Jason Shamir. Now, when you look at the alumni, here's the thing. It's a big honor to get asked to play in that game because there's only so many spots, right? So I think it would be, uh, I'd be great. Hey, guys, I think it would uh, sell out. People go to watch playoff games on TV. Yeah, but it's playoff games, man. You're right. It would sell out if it was free. No question. But you you make it 20 bucks a ticket or something, that'd probably sell out. You're right. It's a hockey mad market. And, you know, people would like it. They'd respect it. So, it, I, you know what? I might have to get on um, somebody from the, the Orders alumni board to see, you know what? Like, I'm sure they've thought about it, right? Like, I'm not Einstein here. I'm sure they've thought about it. You know, you want to logistics and does the NHL get upset if you do it? Who knows? I don't know. Text in your thoughts, uh, 833-401-1440. Uh, we will hear from uh, Leon Dreisaitl tomorrow. We ran out of time here to get to him today, so uh, we'll get to uh, LD uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, we will um, talk a little uh, NFL. Con man. Um, you are at, uh, it's Brandon tomorrow at, uh, Canadian brew house. Correct. Yeah. Manning location. The Manning location. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's halfway home for him. He's pretty excited. <laughs> he was fired up for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. It should be, uh, should be an interesting tilt, right? It's, uh, no, it's tough. Like, I, like the first Thursday, if you're going to play a Thursday game, that's the one you want to play because you've had the whole off season off. Now these guys are, you know, they're playing in, and it's Philly and, and Minnesota, and you've got guys, you know, your quick turnaround, right? Like, it's funny. Remember when people said, oh, the CFL is a Bush league for having them play <laughs> on Monday and Friday. The same people like, ah, no problem with the Thursday. Hmm. If your reason was player safety. Nah. And I, I do, I don't think the NFL is ever going to backtrack on it, Connor. Like high school football is Friday, college football Saturday. They don't want to infringe on it, but... I, you, you know, you talk to the players. And the other one was, what do you make of the talk about um, artificial turf and grass? And you, you saw a lot of yeah. NFL players coming out uh, very disappointed at seeing Aaron Rodgers and saying that's, a, that's an uh, artificial turf issue. If that's on real grass, it might not happen. Yeah, I saw a sports doctor come out and say that particular injury doesn't matter just okay. due to the turf. But, you know, you do look at the studies, and we've talked about it in the past. I think it was a tell me I'm wrong back in the day that NFL should – 
institute a policy where it is all real turf, like real grass, because it's such a big industry, right? They have so much money. These teams could afford to do it. And why not get the league involved to throw some of their profits towards it if there's an organization that doesn't want to do it? I mean, the players want it. I would assume the PA is all for it. And, yeah, we see cleats get stuck in that, that fake turf all the time and it's twisted knees, twisted ankles, injuries of that sort. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't know if that particular injury, I mean, would would it have pre- been prevented the Achilles on a real grass field? I don't know, but I think that is something that should be considered for sure. And you're right, the Thursday night game, they, the NFL, it's too big of a moneymaker, right? They've got the Amazon rights now, so there's no way that's going back, and players hate it. They they try to pump it up with saying, well, you know, then you got the weekend off. It's almost like another bye week, but leading into it, uh, that's... That, the injury concern there is is huge, and it's not going to go away. Hey, Jason, did you see Hosa's retirement game highlights? Stack crew just having fun showing off their skills from Cal. Well, yeah, there you go. That one was, you know what? The players like it. There's no question. Right? Imagine Alish Hemsky in non-contact. Right? Because if the Oders had an alumni game now, wouldn't he be at one of the top of the list guys? Like Alish Hemsky is like that guy would be an absolute killer in men's league. I still remember one of the greatest lines ever, Al Shemsky. was in J.J. Bear's office. We were talking. Al Shemsky walks by, and he overheard us talking about men's league, and, and Al Shemsky goes, oh, man, I can't wait till I retire. I'll play men's league, and I'll dominate. <laughs> and he was dead serious. It was so funny. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, everyone. Big shout-out to Dave Nedwin, our uh, big Wednesday Who Is It guest. A fantastic. If you missed that, get to the uh, podcast, or you can go to jasongregor.com. All the individual interviews are there. Rob Kerr, obviously Mark Spector. We had uh, Aaron Portsline giving us the Columbus Blue Jackets duty, uh, Gabe Locke, and Tyler Ramchuk. Have yourselves a great night. Let's get to the big con man. And a Sports 1440 update brought to you by... Ewell from LED Lighting Audits and Retrofits to Design Built Distribution Systems. Ewell service can give you the edge you need to impress your clients. E-W-E-L dot C-A. Good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.